need more time. Don't we all need more time when we're ready to listen to Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern episode 112? I'm Jamie, and I'm once again joined by MP- MPV Graham. Let me bring him in. MPV Graham, how are you today? Hello, I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Spiffing, some might say. Yeah. You know, for a change. Uh, it's not just the two of us, so we've also got Millie Man Ian. There Hello, is. how are you? Hello, Millie Man Ian. Welcome Hello. to the wonderful Xbox Tavern, Xbox Tavern 112. I hope I got that right this week. Pretty sure, because we <laughs> skipped last week, obviously. we uh, Schedules did not align for us to, to jump on, so we're back, ready and raring to talk about news, games, and all sorts of shenanigans, as we would usually do as every Sunday at 8pm. Ish! Get in early this week. Uh, right, gentlemen, we're going to mix things up a little bit. We're going to talk about the games we've been playing first for a week uh, for this week and see how we go. Let us know down below and all that goodness, if you like it, and we'll keep it that way. Um, so we've all been playing. The Diablo 4 beta, which is available until, I think, later this evening. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, right on this Sunday evening. Um, so the open beta, sort of the pre-order beta was last weekend. The open beta for everybody was this weekend, Friday to, sun, uh, to Sunday. And we all spent a good, what, four hours maybe last night playing? Yeah, yeah about four hours. It ended up being a lot longer than I expected. I thought we'd all get bored of it after about an hour and turn it off and maybe play something else or we'll go our separate ways, but... Yeah, we're up till yeah, you know, nearly one o'clock in the morning, which is it's been a long time since we've done something like that. Um, yeah, I know it's surprising. Yeah, and it was it was it was good fun not to spoil it, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So let's go to you, Graham, first, because I think you're probably the biggest fan of this style of game, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know why I have that in my head. I'm sure you are, but uh yeah, no, I have. I mean, Torchlight that I've reviewed and done in before was one of those. Uh the Baldur's Gate series, um, some of the Games on like the PS and X and the OG Xbox were in this kind of style as well. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, I don't mind this kind of style of game. It's it's mindless, but um, it's this. I mean, Diablo's cracked the code for it to keep people interesting. What could be just a repetitive hack and slash? They've managed to get it in a way where it's just the right amount of everything, just to keep you interested, and just to keep things flowing. Yeah. The, I mean, we saw the graphics looked amazing in the cutscenes. And yeah, just that the first one was you know really good. The the intro cutscene was amazing. And yeah, they have. I mean, we didn't we skipped a lot of the story. <laughs> Much to our, yeah. our, our fellows' disgust. <laughs> yes, we did have. I, I should mention as well. Sorry, special guest. But we did have special guest playing with us. Um, and he he played a bit ahead of time. As he was a couple of levels ahead of us. But sorry, carry on. Yeah. So. But I mean, so you have your different um, character types, which is your standard, your barbarians, your mages, your rogues. Your, yeah, so the, the, all those different things are there, and there's a bit of customizations you can play with as well. And the skill trees on them look um, quite detailed, so you can have plenty of different builds to sort of mix and match. And I'm not sure if it was a beta condition, but it allowed you to sort of reset and go again and pick a, a different kind of style depending on your preference so you can as a tank kind of thing i can do sort of a a chain attack which sort of speeds up the more it speeds up the more i get a chain going and as the chain goes on it does more damage but it's kind of a quick attack and not very strong or i can do a, a slower attack which could cause the enemy to get stunned and build up my combo meter to be able to pull off other moves so it yeah it just allows for some variety to just walk in hold the attack button just let the rest happen. So it's good that you have a lot of different styles. I mean I know sort of you two can 
come in. I mean, mine was that I picked the Barbarian, so that's probably the most vanilla character you can kind of get in these kind of games because they are the melee tank of the these kind of games. But so you how do you feel about your trees? Yeah. yeah, smash the shit out of everyone and just take all the damage and deal all the damage as well. Um, but Ian, you were the necromancer, right? No, sorcerer. No, that was Pete. Oh, sorry, that was Specialist Pete. You were yeah. the sorcerer. So what yeah. was that like? What was the skill tree like Graham was saying? Was yours as detailed? Did you have as many options? I think my had so many options um, of the different kind of, um, what do you call it, spells, like fire, ice, like lightning, arcane. But then I found myself, reality, when I did it to start with, when I kept switching between spells, I found out that I wasn't doing much damage. But whereas I focused more on just one like kind of skill line, I would do way more damage. So to make you proud, I went down the fire route. Damn right. And then so obviously when I focus on all just all my fire attacks, I had one which just does like a bolt of fire, which obviously you can do with no mana, but then you have the massive chain of fire, which does which obviously uses up your mana. So obviously you do that to begin with. And as soon as you run out of mana, you do your fire bolts until you recharge and then you go again. And obviously I had like flame shields so I can obviously stop stuff from taking damage if someone got to me. But very rarely people were attacking me because mainly they were focused on the others. Yeah. So I got quite lucky in that way. So I was always just standing quite far back. And then, um, so yeah, it was really good fun. Like I had the shield, I had like obviously little elementals as well that could pop up and kind of take some damage away from me and take the aggro away from me as well. So that was really cool to have because obviously I could just pop that and then the enemy will just go over and try and attack them instead. Nice, nice. So, so I, I must admit, I was, I was quite jealous when the fl- flames started flying around. I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some sort of flame flame attack. Did you did you experiment with, with other type of magic? I don't really remember. Was it just magic? Uh, just fire? Sorry, you stuck with uh, fire and lightning. I just I did a bit of lightning, but again, I found lightning to be not damage. And what was quite good. I'm not sure if it runs over to the actual main game, but in the beta, you could, we could respec as much as you want without much penalty. Yeah. So I kept respecing to see what it was like quickly, and then just pop damage. But then I found out just fire was the way. Fire is always the way. Damn right. No Molotovs, unfortunately, but I'm sure mm-hmm. you got the no. m- magician's version of them. Um, yeah, nice. So I went for, what did I go for? Rogue, wasn't it? Rogue, yeah. Uh, who is like bows and arrows and does short range daggers and stuff. And this, to start with, it was a, it felt a bit weak because the, the starting bow and the crossbow I found were quite slow and quite sort of, it, like if I was going for on my own, it, it probably would have been a bit harder than if I was obviously being a tank or a uh, magician or what, or what have you. But once I upgraded to a new decent crossbow and I put a few uh, sort of effects on there where one one gave me a scatter shot where it would fire five ar- arrows at once and then they yeah. would bounce off of enemies onto other enemies to deal damage as well. And once I got that, I was flying through people, rip, mowing them down. Um, and yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed the the general flow of the combat i think me and you Ian, we said before we start playing as a group we did a little bit on our own and we were like well not really our sort of cup of tea generally to play so yeah. once we started playing co-op i think uh i think, I think oh yeah my literally my love for it ramped up big time same yeah got off it's like oh this is a bit boring and lonely and repetitive but then when you start playing other people it's not it doesn't feel repetitive it feels more fun and yeah, the, even though you are just doing the same you know, handful of moves over and over and over again because you're all doing different attacks and we're all different classes, obviously, because you can't play as the same class, I don't think. Um, it sort of it keeps it a bit more interesting. It's not just arrow, 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 five arrows, arrow, arrow. Yeah. It's like five arrows, zombies coming in from special guest Pete, flames everywhere, Graham's just charging through with a whacking great axe. All right, now another arrow. Um, did anybody play any more at all today? Or, or, or I suppose none of us really had time with 
the late night. No, not really. No. no, I played a little bit afterwards to get to level 18 or something, but then I didn't really play much after that because I guess it just tried to get to level 18. That's what my own was like, this is boring. I miss people. Yeah. It's definitely more <laughs> of a thing because I don't know if uh, Gray, have you played any of the Diablos before? I, I, I played, played the second yeah. one before. I played the third one. Okay. And uh, yeah, a little bit of the third one, but I don't think I had the third one. I think it was like a demo or something I played of it. But yeah, I think I played the second one. Yeah, it's much of the same kind of style. It is that kind of isometric sort of hack and slash kind of things, but it's just the little things they kind of got right. I think they're still suffering some teething issues with the connection issue. So I know Ian suffered quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had a lot of <laughs> lag to start with, especially. Um, but again, I suppose that's the idea of the beta in it to weed some yeah. sort of issues out and, and work their way through. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever played any of the ones, but did they have it before, especially in Diablo 3, I suppose, where you're a party of four, but you also see the other players in the world, or is that new to this entry? Do you, do you guys know? Oh, God, I can't remember. That's one thing I couldn't remember. Because I, f- I was surprised to see other players running around like the hub towns that we were in, like where we resupply and say the right and blah, blah, blah. I but don't think that's you go too outside, dissimilar. Just the four of you. Because that's how you kind of build up a party or get other people to sort of join in your games to sort of take on dungeons. That's been quite a standard in these kind of games for... Well, many years now because i mean how else would you kind of sort of create that kind of group to tackle something yeah unless you've they, got they... yeah friends to play with or you part of like a exactly or something else, right? not yeah. everyone's on at the same time so this is just how like you know you just see the central towns as lobbies and just think okay they're around the same level if they're heading to the same thing let's try and conquer a dungeon to get able to get yeah because you can invite them can't you in the, yeah. in the hub world you can yeah, see you have the, the list of the people that are currently in your world that you can try and. But I think as soon, yeah, but I think as soon as you leave the main city, you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would kept my eye out just in case we run across other people because I thought maybe we could wangle it where if we were managed to get in the same world, like five of us could, yeah, you know, we'd have a party of four and then a solo play and we'll just go together. But I don't think that's possible. Um, no, I think um, World of Warcraft. I mean, obviously, also a Blizzard game. I think that kind of set the standards of how they would control everything sort of the main story you only have so many people for certain raids you only can only have a certain yeah, amount exactly. of people in them certain dungeons it's always same dungeons it's everything's like limited five. yeah 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 and i think i quite enjoyed as well the way like the dungeons were laid out because we obviously did a lot of the main missions i think the beta included the tutorial and the whole of act one which we did mm. finish last night we got right to the end just as we sort of decided to wrap it up um, which is quite lucky it was nice to think oh we yeah. actually did it so, yeah so we did that we did all the main missions but there were still quite a few dungeons we didn't go there was we a lot did a of couple, side stuff we didn't do um, and yeah a lot of, of, missions, a lot of things do. you can you can get to get more loot to go and sell and to upgrade your items and stuff like that um but the the mission we i think it was one of the last ones we did where we were climb you know going through this dungeon and we'd go one way fight some enemies unlock a door go back climb down a ladder and stuff i think it's yeah. the one that i got kicked out of even though again it was quite linear i quite the way they laid it out, it didn't make it feel like you were just running for a corridor. It actually sort of might give it like a good sense of place and a good sense of. Mm. I started. I started sort of up here somewhere, and now I'm down at the basement of this world. And now I've got some. You know, I, I'm, apart from when we had to get back out, we got to run our way back out unless you teleport. But <laughs> um, yeah, I quite enjoyed the level design. Did you guys find that that was a good side of things as well, or any any other thing you sort of thought stood out that you were surprised by, perhaps? I wouldn't say surprise. It's more just like it felt like it flew, like flowed quite 
smoothly. Like you go from one area to the next, and there wasn't didn't feel maybe because of the difficult level we played. I didn't feel too overwhelmed. Didn't feel frustrated. I was actually having the fun with it, even though we I think only think Graham went down once. I went down to lag. Yeah, well, I think Graham went down to once because he got overwhelmed. Can I, can I just <laughs> button? Yeah, I got a bit of ambitions. Who, who didn't? Who didn't die? Who didn't die? No, Eddie Price stayed alive. Side with the bow and arrows, yeah. Eddie Price stayed alive for the first time, probably ever, in an entire evening of games. Because he's too busy hiding behind his bow and arrow. Yeah, hiding behind my bow and arrow. <laughs> the... oh, I was getting in there. I tell <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, it's Hawkeye <laughs> over there, not getting involved. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. So yeah, I just felt like yeah, it just was quite a smooth transition between levels. So, I mean, it would be interesting to play a bit more of a harder difficulty just to see what it was like. Um. I do like the fact as well that you don't really need a healer. You're focusing on your healing yourself, which is quite pleasant yeah. as well. And I found, again, probably because we were playing on World Tier 1. when I, Was it World Tier 1, 2, and then hmm. the last one, whatever, the Harp, like Super Duper Hardcore one, which we didn't try. Um, they were giving out healing potions like fucking sweets. Like, like, there was always oh, yeah, more laying around the floor than I could use or, or carry. Um, yeah, I know. Which obviously helped me not die, I imagine, because I was just like, heal, yeah. heal, heal. heal. <laughs> well, um, maybe a minute you're healing. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that those were independent of for on each of our games, but I mean, my character needed that for that, the tanking I was doing in there, I was constantly having to sort of heal my way through that, especially when it came to the boss things, because, yeah, <laughs> obviously they attacked everyone close to them, and my character can only hurt people close to them, <laughs> so <laughs> it yeah, got, that, that, came a bit challenging. I thought were pretty good, because uh, not only in the dungeon where you got the big fucker with the guys that were coming to try and, try and absorb on whatever it was, but also out on the world where you're Excuse me, where you're like exploring, and there's like random oh, yeah, yeah. world events, I think they call them, which is why yeah, I was expecting to also almost sort of run into other players because that's like Destiny, where those world events are where people oh, come yeah, together to mean, play yeah, as, as sort of groups, which they might do again. I haven't really looked into the information too much, I'm just based on what we played last night, but um, yeah, some of them were quite not necessarily tough at the time, but, but I'm sure they will be hard to yeah. protect people in the caravan or stop. These things or stand on the from... platforms and stuff and eat you. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, it was good like that. But you said those kind of things you'd struggle to do by yourself, maybe. Mm. So I think it helped having that part of your fall. It helped make the game flow a bit better. But I mean, everyone knows that's not always going to be the case. So I think the experience will definitely differ depending on how many people you're playing with. Because as you say, something like this by yourself, unless you're really sort of deep interested in the the lore, it's going to be kind of a hardish slog so co-op play is almost a nuss to get to get the most enjoyment out of it yeah definitely need people um, i think at one point i've got separated from probably the lag or, or whatever it was keep me out of dungeon and i was i ran into one of them areas not not as hard as some of the ones we fought but the amount of enemies that swarmed me i was like fuck me i definitely definitely need more than one person to do this i just about made it out of there but yeah that, that's that was definitely more uh I do wonder oh, if they scale them up enemies to like how many people like in the game. So if it's like only just you, will there be less load, less enemies? But because there's four of us, they just it's times four, so you can do more crazy damage. Mm. I think yeah, probably sure. that was right. So imagine if we had to face something like that by ourselves. <laughs> some of the things we had to face, it wouldn't go exactly the same way as <laughs> it no. went. But I do think yeah, Diablo. I think that's it. I like about because Diablo reality, you can play on your own. But really, it's meant for co-op and play together. And I don't think I'll ever, if I play, I probably will. I might attempt to pick it up. Mm-hmm. But I know Pete really liked it. 
Yeah, he, uh, well, I was talking to Pete earlier on, and he was saying he was tempted to pick it up. Um, and then if we do all four of us playing together, I'll happily pay for the whole storyline and not skip the cutscenes for Pete. So actually watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must admit, I've no, I mean, like all three of all four of us, I suppose, no, no idea what was going on because we were just like, skip the cutscenes, skip the shut up. We just want to go back to beating the shit out of demons and yeah. you know, setting things on fire and, and shooting arrows. So I happily and... take more of my time once the main game's there, like because yeah. it was fails. Like, I, mean, I just yeah, want to get yeah. through this. We only had like four hours or so last night to play. It's not like we had a chance to sit down and properly get invested. And we're going to have to start again anyway. So we're going to have to watch it all again, probably. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to sit yeah. and watch for the cutscenes properly next time. I wish, I don't know if it's me, but I really, or a setting I didn't pick. But what annoyed me more was, you know, the, not the main cutscenes, but some of the other cutscenes where you like, you can see your character. You have to keep pressing the A. So the character's like walk forward and then you have to stop. And then you press A. And he walks forward a bit more. Then you press A again. Mine didn't auto go through the, the oh, okay. cutscene. Did yours go through it automatically or did it have to press A to skip? Uh, for the non-sequenced sort of ones, um, you could press A to sort of make it talk quickly or you could press the B button to skip the whole cutscene. So if you pressed A, it just kind of like kept skipping the dialogue so you can read it and just flick through it. But yeah, yeah, that's but how it went. Yeah, it was annoying because I think that was weird. Like I thought... If you're watching the cuts and you just sit there, sit back and watch it. But for me, you just press, have to press A, then it will talk a bit, then you walk forward and it will stop walking. And those cutscenes like, okay, press A, then you walk forward again. It's like, oh, for God, just do it seamlessly. Don't. I want a button where you can just does it automatically and don't have to keep skipping or pressing A to go to the next dialogue. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, just skip, yeah, hold down the B button and just skip it, skip the whole thing. That's I'm not interested. Just shut up, shut up, and then we go back to killing him, frankly. You'll kill Lilith. That's the main, that's the objective. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I come away much like you, quite high on this, more than I expected. Not really being my sort of game, like we were saying again earlier on. Um, and it's out was it June six, I think, I believe. We checked it with special guest Pete earlier on. It's got a few yeah. months. Um, obviously, we're getting to a story about Activision Blizzard and stuff later on. I believe they've already said this isn't coming to Game Pass at least yet. But I suppose once the deal's through, it might end up on there. But yeah, I mean, I could be tempted to. We could make this our weekly one night, one night a week gaming session. Work our way through it or something. Um, yeah, I'm oh, yeah, definitely playing alone. So, and I think we can all say on the same level as well. And I'm, not, I'm not sure if the level scaling changed much, but yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it did. I didn't. I didn't really notice much difference. Yeah, there's, there's probably some sort of. Um, there's got to be a balance in the way stuff. Yeah, Pete would have helped us sort of breeze through some of that. And yeah, although, true. as you say, we didn't go down as much, I wouldn't have said that there were like a massive breeze. You still had to sort of play your part to sort of stop yourself going down. No, oh, yeah, 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 there was definitely moments where it, I think all of us were sort of teetering on the edge. Yeah. Well, it helped with that. Retreat. I think was the tank, so obviously he mm. took all the damage, and obviously I was just burning shit, and no one was really coming for me. Yeah, and ricochet and arrows, and Pete's fucking skeleton warriors that he had. Oh, God, the amount of times I kept attacking up. Nope, that's Pete's thing. <laughs> you see my the, flames? Obviously, nope, obviously he's not here to experience. He had, what did he have against? Sorry, the necromancer. Yeah, the necromancer, yeah. And whatever uh, part of his skill tree he went, he unlocked like five skeleton warriors where he was telling me you could have had like uh, archer ones or like melee ones or different sort of ones, but whatever ones he had. But every time we fought, finished fighting the enemies, they were just there and they looked like enemies. <laughs> still trying, I was like, no, that's again. it again. See, <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so, I mean, we've all been pretty positive. we talked for nearly 20 minutes about it already, so we're all pretty high on it. There's a couple yeah. of things that I would like to see perhaps um, slightly changed, not necessarily improved. That's probably the wrong word, but the main one being the fucking d- dodge roll. 
if I can't dodge roll, just don't let me dodge roll. Stop telling me I need more fucking time. Every <laughs> yeah. time to dodge, five you dodge seconds. and then you wait. You but yours said something different. I said it's not ready yet. <laughs> but she she did mix up. I need so more I, time, man. Yeah, I, I every need time, more time. Every time, like dodge, you get five second or six second countdown. But if you press it again, same with any of the actions, you know, any of your attacks and stuff. Press it again before it's ready. I need more time. Yes, I understand that. Just don't do it until you've got time to do it. You don't have to say it every single time I'll press the button to end. Leave me alone. I need more time. I need more fucking time. Um, and perhaps I didn't. Well, I, again, we didn't really pay attention to the story, but I was going to say perhaps a bit more explanation, maybe of what's going on. But that, again, that's more on us, and I'm sure there'll be more in the, in the final game. You guys have got anything you'd like to see tweaked or slightly amended uh, somewhat? Mainly uh, an inventory sorting mechanism like you can sort by price or sort by type because sometimes you get a bit flooded with stuff and you need to drop certain things and rather than having to scan through to see what the cheapest item is to drop just to sort of make space it'd be nice if it was can. sorted you can sort it oh, if it did i couldn't find how to do that because yeah, it was just one of the ones yeah you can sort it by i think items and by rarity as well Oh, okay. I missed that bit then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously the whole point of Diablo is a loot game, so you want something easy to use for the 10 ton of shit you're going to pick up that you either can't use or you're not leveled up enough to use yet. Um, yeah, because I found some items I had were picked up, but even though it was better on the item level thing, it was like nothing to do with my class, so I always kept the ones that I say like burn damage or for sorcerers, so I kept using them ones rather than the ones that had a bit let, better, let or, bit better item level. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about focus. It's a bit like because I've seen my wow days. It's like that you focus on what your class needs. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you were saying, Greg, that skill tree is is immense. Like I was trying to stick to the first bit, and I was like, well, I need to explore a bit further down, a bit further down. And it's just there's so much like the the individual sections, and then the bits that come off that, and then the bits that come off them. I think yeah, yeah, I know. I think I, think be... I figured out when I was starting. I was like, just the first bit, and I was oh, there's more. And then when I went further down, I was like, oh, these are the big juicy ones. So I was like, yeah, that's when we had the channel flame ones. Like, going straight for that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I targeted my build for the party, hence why I had like two different war cries going one sort of ramped your speed up and the other one kind of ramped your damage up. So it kind of helped boost you to, or especially when it came to traveling, anyway, it helped yeah. get to different areas a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah that war cry did, did wonders. Definitely did wonder. Um, but yeah, so I think that's nearly again nearly 25 minutes on Diablo. It's not even out yet. I think it's safe to say we pretty much enjoyed it. We'll get special guest Pete on at some point in the near future and he can talk about it as well if he, if he so wishes. Um, but the beta, like I said, is going to be done pretty much by the time we finished here. So if you haven't had a chance to play it yet, you missed out because it's a good time, especially if you've got a couple of friends to, to, to join you and, and to run through the hordes of hell with. Um, anything else on Diablo or should we move on, gentlemen, to our, our other games we've been playing this week? Let's move on. Let's nice. Move. Nice. So I'm going to go to you, Ian, first, please. And thank mm-hmm. you. Um, you have been playing a game, which is an old game. Well, not old, I suppose. It's relatively it's not new. Old, it's, it's a new, new mode. It's a new, new mode. mode. Though, isn't it? uh, which year. is Hitman Freelancer. Would you want to tell me all about this and what your thoughts are, please? Well, I, f- I feel like I am quite, I would say, highest skilled in Hitman. But this is fucking annoyingly difficult. I want to say annoying defeat, just difficult. Um, because it feels it's way more because it's a bit more roguelike and it's yeah. like a bit more random. So obviously, and I figured out now as well, like the grain more like this. 
It's a lot less stealth. It's more going in and just getting the fucking job done and getting out. So you you can like I've done it before where I've got to like the, you have four different campaigns to go through, um, and you, it's all done on random levels. Um, so you have like you can pick you have a different contracts you have, which is like first one is like three, next one's four, then I think it's five and the six, and then you have you can you can die once in like the first two levels of the campaign, depending on what you're doing. Then you have, but then obviously it makes it harder when you go to the next level afterwards because they're more on high alert because they know you're around and know you're coming for them. So they will like, for example, they will escape a lot more quickly and it's just really more difficult. Also, what I like about it as well is like on the final mission of each campaign, because there's four different levels to the campaign, um, it's all done by, um, it's like six or seven targets on the map and you don't know who the one you got to kill. You've got to look at, you've got to go to each one of them and see, because they tell you like, this person is bold. It has, wears glasses, it wears earrings, it has a hat. Um, it's got, um, it's dehydration. So you've got to find one that keeps going to like drink water and who matches that appearance. So you can't just go in and just go bang, 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 bang. And obviously if you kill each target, that's not your target. Obviously you get a penalty as well. Um, so that's quite that's quite fun that way as regards as well. Also, you've got different items throughout the map that you can pick up and then you can bring back to your safe house. And that does help a lot. And then you've also got like mini challenges in between. You don't have to focus on those challenges, but obviously it gives you more credits if you do it. For example, if you poison the target or if you explode the target. So I think one had one where I had, had one where I had to explode the target and also um, throw, throw an item at the target. So I got like an exploding baseball and just threw it at him when I found it. And he exploded and everyone got on high alert. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, so I'm trying to run around, run away. And they all <laughs> fucking chase after me. Shoot. Yeah. So it's not really like you can't do it stealthily at all. So you've got to run quickly and find someone and knock him out and then take his clothes. Like, you have like a man, a bold man walking out with a little toilet <laughs> with different clothes. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, and it's one past you. Like, that was close. <laughs> and actually, you can, like it says on the screen here, you can speak to people as well throughout the map and they can give you items that help you towards your mission. So yeah, it's really random. But then if you die on the final level of each campaign, um, you start back from the beginning, so you have to go through again. I got through sort of halfway through the third one and then died twice and the campaign failed. It's like, no, fuck's sake. So, <laughs> so you have to start all over from the beginning again. But again, obviously you unlock more items throughout the game. You, you keep things at home. Um, you can also unlock certain areas in your kind of safe house. So for example, you can go and make, like, example, syringes to make it a bit more easier. Or you can go around and make some poison. So, for example, if you do want to, you can just run around and poison people. So that makes it a lot more easier for you. I also find as well that you don't really have to focus on the objectives. You can just go and kill the guy however you want. And get out. Oh, sorry, hiccups. And get out. So that's kind of fun that way. So you can play the way you want to play. You can play stuff. You can just go in. I found recently just going in and getting the job done. I'm making sure I've got a disguise hidden in like a toilet. Um to kind of get changed into once I'm on high, in case I go on high alert does help. So kind of it's like tactical basis where you've got to kind of work your way around. Um, and keep knocking people out with, with, cause obviously you can't, especially with the guards, you have to try and find like a, a fire extinguisher or something you can quickly knock them out with. So again, I found myself, I think one level, I think it was the Sapien design. I was kept knocking loads of guards out because I walked past them, just knock them out. And then someone go, oh, who are you? What are you doing? Shut up, knock him out. Unconscious <laughs> 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 witnesses on the call. Like, I'll be fine. I will probably like 10 unconscious witnesses. Like, that's, that's the Sam Fisher way, isn't it? Just knock everyone out, pile them in a corner, and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm trying to, I want to get a leak. Um, 
one full campaign done. Um, I'm much surprised because there's no achievements attached or anything like that. Normally, that's my drive for some games. <laughs> so you're right. Wow. That's all right. I know. Yeah, that's yeah, mean, I'm but then, you know, my Hitman's my life. I love it. So I'm really enjoying it because just playing through. There's no real kind of... Just, my drive is to get the campaign done. So hopefully I'll get there again. I've started a new one again. I've already died once. So I'll probably restart that one again. So... Yeah. Nice. But yeah, nice. really enjoying it. And like I say, it's got all the levels in Hitman franchise from one to three and all the DLCs as well. So you can play, you can test out those DLCs as well. So it's quite fun. I'm going to levels. I hate fucking Haven Island, the newest one that came out because I'm not used to it. So when I have people in targets, like, oh, I'm like, fuck's sake. So I can try. I always try and avoid those contracts. I'm like, I'm not doing that island because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> You're gonna have so, to go there at some point now, I imagine. Yeah, I'm thinking I will. It's probably one of the easy ones. You always find the ones like the couple of islands, which are the smaller ones. Like I keep them ones because that could be the last level. That might be easy to find the target. Still, fucking isn't. <laughs> was this a free update or was this like some sort of pit? Yeah, so free update. Yeah, completely free. So if you've got game, it's on Game Pass as well. So if you have Game Pass, by means jump on and play it. You can. Um, it's all there in all its glory. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend Ooh. it, especially if you like it. Especially if you like a bit of stealth games, eh, Green? Yeah. Not even like stealth games. You like you didn't have to go stealth. You can go guns blazing. You still. And I say it doesn't matter what items you have because you start from scratch. You you have to build up your arsenal. You have to, and obviously, if you lose your arsenal when you're out in the field, you lose those items. But then you get you get more. You get these like loot boxes as well, which is like uh, you have three different items. So by chance, you can pick which one. And if you don't like that, any of the three that you were given, you can put them into your kind of chest in your safe house and use it for some of the next mission or the later on mission afterwards so it's not forcing you to use those items straight away and like i say you can pick items up through the map and take them with you and you can only take five items on the mission with you i keep getting a glitch recently where i have like a gun on me and it's like this is like three item swaps over level and i put the gun back in the inventory and he goes okay you're fine now you've got only one item on you I'm like makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> so i hope you will fix that that fix that glitch because yeah when you take more than one gun with you it goes a bit crazy Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. Nice. So we'll have to keep checking back in, see if you've uh, managed to complete a successful run without dying and uh, going to that scary island that scares you in the distance. Uh, Definitely will do. <laughs> I think I have to now. Bite the bullet. Maybe see what happens this time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time next week we can uh, we can see where you're at. Nice. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Graham, you've been playing a game that's a lot of fun as well. I understand. Uh, <laughs> a game a game called FIFA Twenty Freeze. Please, will you tell me what you've been doing and what you've been up to? Yeah, still got it hooked into me. Um, yeah, just uh, because it's just getting used to the the new feature that's come out for it, which is um, foot birthdays. So then the main thing I play on FIFA 23 is Ultimate Team, which I think what most people tend to do. And the new thing out now is the the birthdays edition, where they just sort of pick random ish players not say too random but just certain stars of certain teams and they give them five star skill moves which means this can start pulling out all the the fancy tricks and flicks so um the actual e-tournament thing was actually on today the finals of the e-premiership thing so people play with some of these sort of characters put in their team so if they make the professional teams it usually means they're kind of worthwhile sort of playing attention to because they're quite decent to use or they have the right stats to sort of give you an edge in the game and um, this one seems to be the most sort of generous it is getting to that time of the year as the season's closing where they they become quite generous with the cards that come out because um 
I say I didn't save up a lot. I had about 20 packs this time, and I managed to pack about uh, three of the foot birthdays cards, and one of them being one of the top ones, a Thomas Muller kind of foot birthday card. Um, so he was like 91 rated overall one, but even now their kind of their costs have dwindled down already to sort of a less than a hundred thousand coins, which anything below that is usually never makes the kind of the top tier teams. But um, yeah, it still kind of got its hooks into me, and I've been quite fortunate with uh, the hero picks, which are kind of like old sort of legends of the game that have been sort of re-put back into it and given like superhero costumes that you don't play in those costumes. It's just their card that they have is just, they look like a superhero. And I managed to pull the the best defender in the game, Lucia, who's one of my sort of the heroes from the, from the Bayern Munich era where they were dominating. And so that character alone is worth like at least 5 million coins. So it's probably the best pool I've managed to get, but I've managed to pull um, one of the other ones, Alawarin, who's a, the probably most random card of this year. He's a, a Saudi Arabian kind of hero card that's got like 99 pace. So he's a whippet on the field. <laughs> and this game, obviously, you probably know the main star Mbappe. He's the known speed merchant of the real game, and he's the speed merchant of FIFA as well. What about so, pace? Always pace, isn't it? It has been, but pace has been a bit elastic this year because um, what okay. they did do they, at the start of the game, because um, you have three different builds. You have a, um explosive build, which is what Mbappe is, which is supposed to be they start off quick and then they even out. And then you've got the controlled, which is a steadier pace that's slower than the explosive at the start, but kind of keeps up in the middle and overtakes in the middle. Or you've got Lengthy, who starts slow and ends up quicker in long distances. And in the start of the game, the Lengthy one was just overpowered. So people like um, Virgil van Dijk or Erling Haaland, the taller kind of characters, were kind of a Lengthy build, and they were like super quick. And so they kind of switched it around. And recently, they've made the explosive quicker off the mask, off the spot. So they, they start a hell of a lot quicker from... A standing pace to going quick which if you're on the edge of the box of the other team can come in very handy to sort of get an edge to get a shot off so there's a bit of that and so i think that's led to a lot of teams becoming a bit more defensive to stop allowing quicker players coming through but um okay. yeah with this game as i said i don't spend any money buying any kind of packs and i've probably managed to get maybe like a tier three team other than like the top tier ones to get these cards up, all of them are worth. I mean, I think the highest cards now are either the team of the year Mbappe or the superhero Ginola card. They're about sort of 13, 15 million coins. And so like if you get one of those, you're, you're laughing really. But those are, you can sell it onwards and do stuff. <laughs> you could buy, yeah, pretty much a whole team for those. So they're what the tier one sort of players have. So it's nice to sort of build up the best what I can and then go into sort of the division rivals or the championships kind of matches just to pit myself against how I fare against some of those. And I pretty much hold my own. If I sort of concentrated, I could probably get into uh, like the division two or one or even to the, the elite division. But it's just having enough time to sort of get into those kind of bits to sort of play those. But it's still fun to play. I'm not the best player, but I still play it without getting using any money you could still get kind of a tier three team if you put in enough effort 
So it's just to say it's not always pay to win. You can still sort of grind your way to getting a decent squad in that game. Oh, nice. That's that's nice. Because you don't want people just coming in and rinsing you because they've put you know, 100 quid in whatever uh, and bought superhero cards out of the wazoo, you know? Oh, well, you a, see it, though. It's like... It's at the start of every game, you kind of get a glimpse of their squad. It sounds like, like in a real football game, you show their lineup. Yeah. Sometimes you look at the lineup, and go, oh shit, and they've got like a team full of icons. And I was like, okay, you could be in for a bit of a pasting, but always seems like the teams that have these super teams end up being a bit shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I don't know how you've managed to get that team, but it's not through. <laughs> yeah, but, but, because... well, like you said, you 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 practice and practice and practice. So you get better. These people just buy the cards and hope that it'll make them better when they don't actually sort of put the time into to learn the mechanics and the moves and yeah and all that sort of goodness. But you all get your comments. the trolls or griefers on the game as well. So as they score, they do a certain gritty celebration. So they do the, the things like that every time they score. And it's even got to the point where they've implemented sort of an anti-troll mechanism where when they score, rather than looking at the celebration of the person that scored a goal, you can look at your own team. So you've got like the sadness of your own team of conceding a goal. That way they can't annoy you with the celebrations. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much they've tried to sort of take away the anti-trolling so you don't get to watch a stupid celebration. You can just look at the sadness of your own team. So, I mean, yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that. I'm not sure if that's any better. So, I, I don't want that. I'd rather build up the fury of them doing that to me and take the anger to try and get back at them and watch my team looking a bit sad. Celebration, I get my own back. My guy does a little stupid chicken dance where you got your head behind your head and you grab your leg and sort of move. <laughs> like okay, so it's not the salmon. No, no, that's got to do the not seven. annoying enough. You have to do something that's really more annoying than that. <laughs> so, I think that's what it's got to. People just look for the most annoying celebrations to just do that every time they score to try and wind the other person up. I think mine was the one that did this, like the arm up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of funny ones on there anyway. But it depends, yeah, what kind of mood you're in because it's quite easy to get frustrated in that game. I see. Yeah. I see. So. Winning, winning in football, and uh, and just in general. Nice. Yeah. Any but, any more, or uh, shall we move on? No, move on, Jay. What have you been playing? <laughs> Why did he ask that question? He, asked, he, he was waiting for you. You can see how much he was hanging on for it. <laughs> oh, he's so well, you'll, you'll be pleased to know I haven't really got much to talk about because I haven't played because we played Diablo all night last night. I haven't really played that much of it. However, I have been playing a little game called. Resident Evil 4, and it's very, very exciting, and it's very, very good. So, obviously, remake of the 2005 game. I spoke about the demo, was it two weeks ago, something like that. Reviews come out last week. Tens, tens, tens everywhere, as far as the eye can see, pretty much. And my review will be up, hopefully, this week at some point. If I want to try and finish over the next couple of days. Um, but what I've played so far, I'm up to I'm near the end of Chapter 3, and it's just just brilliant. There's a couple of slight niggles that not really the game's fault. No, but... let's hit the niggles. Let's hit the niggles. You well, uh, yeah, the, the, the niggle is the main, is, is the same one as I spoke about with the demo. The controls for the camera just doesn't feel quite right. Um, I saw like people at Digital Foundry and that saying about this as well, so it's not just me being old. It's like the dead zone on the on the stick is too big. 
and so when you're trying to turn the camera like very gently it sort of it doesn't move and then all of a sudden it just suddenly jolts rather than being a bit more gradual like you'd expect um but once you've been playing for a couple of minutes you sort of adapt to it and and it's not really that big of an issue uh, and hopefully they'll they'll fix it because again on the playstation it was it was perfect but the game itself like the combat the encounters the enemy design the, the level design the stuff they've added to it is just it's just resident evil and it's fucking brilliant oh, i think it's excellent um the I've, I've, found, I've, got, I've come across the merchant finally i think in the middle of chapter two he first <laughs> up. what are you buying they've got a new voice actor doesn't sound quite as good that's probably my only other niggle he sounds a bit like someone doing trying to do a poor impression of the merchant rather than a new character as it were um <laughs> but yeah you can get side missions that in the, in the original game there was like blue medallions dotted around each area where you could shoot and if you broke it enough you got an item from the merchant whereas now there's little posters up where it'll be like break five medallions and you get uh, i forget the currency but it's something to buy more powerful stuff at the store or it's collect three snakes or six chicken eggs or kill a cow or, or all sorts of random stuff like just extra side missions that weren't in the original game and they're all again nothing it's not going to like super tax you or anything but it's just something else cool to do while you're running away from the ganadas as they're trying to chop leon's head off with their whacking great axes or their chainsaws um obviously i know grand gummy shit for the last time it looks a hell of a lot better than the gamecube one a hell of a lot better uh i, I would say it probably doesn't look as good as i expected if that makes sense like it looks okay tremendous but I, because i obviously played resident Evil 2 remake resident Evil 3 remake and village and seven perhaps i'm just a bit used to the way resident evil looks now and it looks tremendous but i there's something about especially like the dark shadows when you're outside it looks more um like if, like when you've got your blue filter like turned on on the on your computer or something it doesn't quite sit right but then when you go inside it looks fucking brilliant again so again that's a couple of little niggles but on the whole it sounds like something annoying out of 10 do i i mean six point two, six point two. um but yeah i mean as you've seen in the trailer here the combat is excellent still you know shooting their knees out and then running up and giving them a roundhouse kick shooting the the axes out of the Doesn't. air as they throw it or um some of them have got dynamite if you shoot it in their hand then they just <laughs> just blow up on the spot um i was doing one bit why killing the cow for yeah you've got to kill the cow haven't you you know you've got to, you, they drop the you, you shoot, shoot, shoot the chickens you get some eggs and stuff um it's definitely not jay's gameplay jay can be like all over the place no no this is my well, game i, no, I would have i would have died about four times by an old lady that's gotta be jay um <laughs> i would have <laughs> definitely died about eight times by now there's a chainsaw man we'll, we'll turn it off here but um yeah really really enjoying it it's like i said a couple of small things are hanging up at the minute but i'm hoping by the time i finish it they will have uh, sort of, uh, worked their way to being incredibly small problems in an otherwise fucking perfect video it game. doesn't sound immaculate too so you can't give it a perfect school jesus tell that to yourself there is no such thing as a, a 10 isn't perfect. We're not getting into it now. We're not, we're not there yet. I'm not ready to review it. But yeah, um, it's it's tremendous. And I'm very happy to, to, to get back into it and carry on playing some more tomorrow night this week. Yeah. But as I said, there's 10s out the wazoo already from ev pretty much every other outlet. Uh, Digital Foundry said that you know they've done their tech thing and it's tremendous. And yeah, very, very happy with it. So far. we would get a five next, which is the best one. If they remake it, I'll obviously play it because I'm a massive mark. But they could actually make it a good game, which would be nice. 
you know, instead of the the subpar one that we got last time. Oh, oh, bloody Sheva. Oh, what? Sheva, Sheva, whatever name is. Sheva, Sheva, whatever name is. Anyway, but yeah, so I'll, <laughs> hopefully my review will be done by next week. I can tell you why I gave it 11 out of 10. We can go from there. So, gentlemen, that's the games we've been playing this week. Mixing it up, keeping things fresh on Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern. Uh, and seeing as old Scottish Gruff Ross isn't here this week, he's off tending to his poorly child. Hello, Scottish Gruff and your poorly child. I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm going to give you guys a quick bit of plug-in, if you don't mind. Um, oh. Go on, then. No, you, you've got no choice. I'm going to do it whether you like no, no, I shouldn't say that, Richard. Um, if you can go to patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern, you can find our Patreon over there, which is a wonderful uh, novel concept. We've got a couple of tiers on there. You can support this here podcast, keep the uh, the lights going, the microphones hopefully from exploding, and everybody happy. Um, you can go join go join us over there. That'd be wonderful. Patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern. Uh, if you want to give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you may listen to podcasts, that would be wonderful. Five stars. Five, 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 five stars. And any Apple podcast ones we will read out at some point if someone has an Apple device. I'm sure Scottish Graph does. Um, you can find all of our written stuff, reviews, including Resident Evil 4 soon, uh, opinions, bits and pieces up on xboxtavern.com, which is the main website which we all contribute to. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Xbox Tavern, Facebook, tit, uh, Titch, Twitch, um, in, uh, Instagram, perhaps. I'm not really sure. Definitely TikTok. I know that much. Um, Search for Xbox Tavern on there, or ask Jeeves for Xbox Tavern, and it'll direct you to all the wonderful places you can find our things. Uh, and finally, our good friends over at Insert Coin are still running their promo code for us. So if you want to go to insertcoinclothing.com, you can find some tremendous clothes there, which rep in the old Last of Us shirt this evening. Lovely. Um, and XCM yeah. one. Nice. Nice. We all did the, uh, we spoke about our blind bags we bought the other day. Uh, they got some loads of new stuff coming up, including some nice new gear stuff, which I'm very tempted with. If you want to go to insertconclothing.com, like I said, and use the promo code Xbox Tavern, Xbox Tavern 23, you get £5 off orders over five pound, uh, £50. Whoa, that'd be good. £5 off for £5 order. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, so five are off over 50 quid. Um, new orders only, I believe. The T's and C's will be on there when you when you put the code in. Um, Xbox Tavern 23 on insertconclothing.com. Go and j- join in and join the insert coin. What do they call them? The coin army, didn't they? Coin army. Coin army. Because, uh, yeah, they do some tremendous clothes. Anyway, gentlemen, that's enough plugging. Let's get into Ian's uh, question of the week, shall we? Oh, top Ian. five of the week. Top five of the week. Ian, top five us, please, because Scottish Gruff Ross needs to fall a point behind. So do it. Well, he does. He forgets to veto his spot. He can maybe say it if he's still listening. You might be able to put it in the chat. Um, but this time, it's loose the one. What did I do last week? I did last no, week. last week. It was no week four. It was like was it top top five uh, sellers or played no most played games, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was like Fortnite and things like that and Call of Duty. Oh yes, of last year of twenty twenty two. Correct. Sorry. So this time, rather than twenty two, this is the top five most played games of all time. So most popular, sorry, most popular video games of all time. Okay. Popular. On, on X, just on Xbox, is this? No, all yeah. consoles. Multi-platform. By this website, I mean, how the hell would they know? Because there's like a lot of games that are offline. How the hell would they record that? Oh, well, well I'm going by this online website. Is this played or purchased? Sorry, <laughs> played or purchased? Uh, is it played or purchased? Let's have a look. Purchased as well. Oh, okay. 
Purchased. There we go. So top five purchased of all time, yeah? Mm. Yeah, top five purchased, because it's got numbers. Um, so yeah, top five. Um, Give it a go in chat. Give it a go while you're listening. Anyone in there? Give up on a shout out. Happy Cloud Gamer if they're still listening. How are, how are you? I, saw, I did see you put in the chat, but sorry. I'm trying to do about eight things at once, so I didn't really have a chance to respond. Yeah, uh, while, while you're writing some things down, Gray, he said, Ian, he loves the Hitman games. Good Hitman man. All. He loves a bit of Hitman. Uh, and also, we haven't got it in the, in the short news to discuss because it's not really extra related, but did you see that Amazon Luna is now in the UK? No, it, um, what is it? It's basically yeah. Amazon's Amazon cloud gaming, gaming service. service. Do you want to were you interested in checking out Luna at all, Ian, now that you know exactly what it is from that very brief description? <laughs> well, apparently I've got it because we're prime, so maybe I'll check it out and see what it's like. Uh, there isn't many free stuff on the prime bit, but yeah, I had uh, I launched it, loaded it up not long ago on the laptop. Looks, it runs quite nicely. Uh, I think I loaded Mega Man. It, yeah, it chugged a little bit, but, but I was doing other stuff at the same time. I just wanted to see what it looked like, how it worked. But oh, yeah, yeah it like they've jumped into the fold. Oh, well, I'm yeah, to give this yeah. a go. I tried. Um, I tried the. Uh, oh, sure, just launched the game back. Um, what's that move, moving out game we played, or packing up, or whatever it was called? Moving out. It, uh, no, it wasn't moving out. It was the other one we played on Switch. Uh, um, was last year, Ian. Anyway, I played that for a little bit, and what I quite liked about it was. I could use a mouse and keyboard rather than have to have a controller. So I just had a very quick game, worked pretty well, and then that was it. Turned it off. That was because I've only got Prime, so you only get a certain uh, sort of rotating selection of games rather than um, the full library, which you get if you subscribe to the Luna service itself. Yeah, so if you're interested in cloud gaming, go check that out. Sorry, Ian, that was, I was just filling some time while we were thinking of some no games. Worries. Um, you got games? I've got a couple. I, I might have to wing the last couple, but Graham, do you want to... Well, Ian, who do you want to go first? <laughs> you go first because you're going to wing your couple. I know Jay's got, Gray's got probably got five down. Uh, yeah. Uh, right, well, I've gone Minecraft, Tetris, GTA 5, and then I'm going to go... Let's just go crazy, shall we? Halo and... Um, uh, uh, I'm stuck. Uh, um, Red Dead um, Two, no, no, the original Red Dead. Sorry. Okay, and great, Jay. Sorry, Jay. Gray. Sorry, yeah. Gray. Uh, I also went Tetris. Yeah. Uh, I went Pong as well, just to include a round of different bits because it could have been purchased in a variety of different ways. I put Ocarina, Ocarina of Time because I think Jay accounts for about fifty percent of the times to be purchased. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've also put Halo Two and GTA Five as well. Perfect. So uh, we'll go from 10, 10 down to no, we won't yeah, ten, this so. is going to be range. No, let's go five. I can tell. So five is play unknown battleground PUBG first ever battle royale. Yeah. But that's free. No, anyway, you had to, back they only went free recently. Anyway, free like six months ago. Oh, okay. So yeah, of all uh, time, you bought it, Gray. I bought I'm it. Fucking buy it. I'm sure you bought it when we were playing it originally. Yeah, it's huge on the PC. Ridiculous amount. Like, okay. I think before back in there, quickly, even before Xbox went to all some PC, wasn't it? It was the first ever Battle Royale. So that's the whole what started the Battle Royale concept, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. That was the, the big one that sort of kicked off. Yeah. Uh, four is Wii Sports. 
You do, didn't that just come with the Wii? This is a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. Did it come with the yes. Wii? It did. No, it, it didn't. Yeah. Well, in, the, in Europe, I think. I don't think it did in Japan or America, but in Europe it did. Mm. Uh, number three is indeed Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, yeah. Two is, correct, Jay, Tetris. Oh, no, I said it as well. Oh, you said it as well? And number one, the most popular game pretty much of all time. Everyone plays it. I still fucking play it every day because of my son. Thank oh. God. Yeah, Jay got that one for that one. So Jay wins. <laughs> Jay wins three out of five. To your one out of five. So Jay, Jay you got a point. Two. Yes. Two GTA well, five got... and Tetris. Oh, you did say GTA five. Sorry. Two to. Yeah, I, I knew Minecraft and Tetris were the top two, but I couldn't remember from beyond now. I knew GTA was up there, but I, I didn't, didn't even really think about Wii Sports. Yeah. yeah, But they make sense with the first of the battle royale. So it was like, oh yeah, true. And everyone it was such a huge hype, wasn't it? Yeah. I would have so, should, yeah. should have said Street Fighter too. The amount of see. If you would have said about the people paying to play in arcade machines, <laughs> did they pay to have a go of it? Does that then, then it'd be House of the Dead for good? Jay probably paid the whole thing for that as well. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Well, yes, that's the, the top five for the week. Thank you, Ian. Um, we'll do, do another one next week and see if we can get Grammar Point, eh? Yeah. I'll try to buy avoid games next week. So, you can never know. Oh, yes. <laughs> and and speaking of, of questions and stuff to quiz, I'm, I'm working my way through preparations. So we will do it in, hopefully in the next couple of preparations in the next couple of weeks. Um, we can get all together and get everybody on without having to be off sick or away for whatever reason. So, yeah, just we'll come on a holiday for most of May. Doesn't my fault. <laughs> yeah, most of May, July and August and uh, October, November, December. Well, uh, one week in June, but we're not going to be here. All of us are going to be one week in June. One week in July, three weeks in May, one week in April. There we go. Just a party animal, aren't just, I? Just for now, yeah. Just for now. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we'll get into that. Uh, gentlemen, uh, we obviously do uh, a, a segment called Project Game Pass, which is where we pick a game from Game Pass, we play it for the month in theory, and we talk about it, we give it a quick rating. And then we, we need a new month as well. We do need a new one. We, I think we'll probably pick that next week's because we haven't really discussed it yet, rather than sitting here going between ourselves. Um, has anybody played any more Atomic Heart? Uh, I'm going to hold my hand up. I haven't even attempted to play it because I've been too busy doing 10 ton of things I'd rather do. Uh, Graham, Ian, either of you played any more of it? A little bit, probably. I'm actually getting probably about another half hour, 45 minutes worth. There was a lot of slime tunnels in one of the areas where you have to you have like a mine shaft cart. You have to get around a water, a certain flower. I did did that whole piece that was a whole shenanigan because I thought the game was broken for a little bit. So, what the fuck am I doing? And then I realized you have to jump into the cart to buzz the things. And yeah, so I was kind of doing all that bit. That was a bit long old piece diving through those random water tunnels. They're, and they're cool, but yeah. annoying at the same time. <laughs> and for me, no, I haven't gone back to it. Um, well, actually, no, it's a light. We, I did play last weekend. And we didn't weren't here last weekend, so yeah, I played a little bit, but like I say, I just found myself just I think I found myself not really paying attention too much because I found I was just using the axe too much and just hacking things down. And then I think I found myself when the cutscene happened, I was sitting there watching the cutscene, and then when the cutscene ended, I go, What the fuck did you just say? What the fuck's happening? So obviously, clearly, <laughs> I've just like stared into space and completely not pay attention to what was going on. And I did that, like, okay. I have no idea what's happening next. Why, why am I here? And I didn't stop playing after that. <laughs> so, I, so I was like, well, am I playing this? Because like, I just, so I think 
I probably need, or we'll give it another go maybe before the end of the month just to see if I can get a bit further and just see if the storyline does ramp up a bit. Because it's gone a bit crazy now where I'm at, but maybe if I to a point where I'm actually paying attention more. And that's what gets me. If a game, if I'm paying attention to a cutscene, I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. But if I'm just going, oh, it's my you phone. Get distracted. Yeah, yeah, and look at my phone and get distracted, like when yesterday with Diablo. Fun gameplay, but when it came to the storyline, I was like, I don't really care about this storyline. I just want to burn <laughs> And this game and that's how you upset heavy. Pete. That's it. <laughs> yeah. and I feel Atomic yeah. Heart's very heavy on the on the story rather than the gameplay. Yeah, so. I think the, the little, admittedly, only what a couple of hours I played, but I just, like I just did not care. I could not get into it at all. And then the, the actual combat I found was not very interesting. Um, it looked nice, and that was about it. And I, yeah, I just every time I had a chance to play it, admittedly, I didn't have much chance. But I was like, should I? No, I just, I, I just want to do literally anything else. So, for me, big pass. I mean, I know a lot of people. I know Scottish Scruff was a lot higher on it, and I know that uh, there were some sort of middling reviews, some higher reviews, some lower reviews. But yeah, I yeah, think mine's me, going a bit down. I think the score I gave initially. I think it's going to go down a bit after playing it a couple of times afterwards. Just like I say, once you start losing. When you, stop, when you stop paying attention, that's when I know a game's going to be like, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm still fully invested and like wanting to play it. The worst when I start dreaming about games, that's when I know I fucking love a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't need to get into that right now. Whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll sort of round this off next week with Scottish Graphics back so we can give us a bit more of a positive spin on it, I imagine. Uh, and then we'll have a new game picked ready to, to play for the month of April. April already. Where the fuck has this time gone, huh? What's going on? What's going on? Anyway. Okay, closer to 40, aren't you, Jay? Shut up. Right, we're moving <laughs> on to... We're, we're sort of up, upended the show this week, so we're going to go to the news now. <gasps> Very exciting. So we've got to talk about the big story, obviously. Oh, here we go. Which is, as everybody loves to talk about, including me, I'm so excited about this part, that a UK re- uh, regulator, CMA, now says that Microsoft Activision merger won't significantly lessen competition in console gaming, according to uh, Video Game Chronicle here. So, uh, yeah, the CMA basically come out, and let me just find a quote for it here. They said, oh, I've just gone past the story. Uh, it indicates that this strategy of taking Call of Duty away from PlayStation uh, would be significantly loss-making under any plausible scenario. Uh, and so they basically come out and said that, yeah, Sony, shut up, deal with it. Like, there's no big issue, really. Um, they're still going to put on PlayStation, still going to put on Switch, PC, cloud gaming. But anyway, you're like, um, uh, so they're like sort of, whereas before they were quite st- stringent against it, now they're, yeah, this will probably be all right. You'll be fine as long as they do what they say. Uh, anybody got any thoughts and opinions on this wonderful bit of news that's very exciting because we've been talking about it every week for the last 18 years ago? Well, it's one uh, good thing about it is one step closer to fucking stop talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I should say actually, they, they they did mention sorry that the they still got some concerns about cloud gaming and like the impact it'll have on that. But their final verdict on that is April twenty sixth, I think. I saw it. Yeah, April twenty sixth. So at the very most, we've got about another month until hopefully we can just fucking forget all about this. But uh, did you? It was inevitable. Yeah. Like say they yeah. they. It's always going to be out there okay because Microsoft are a multi-billion dollar company. They know exactly what they're doing. They knew they could get through it all. Just talking to the right thing, just paying the right people off, and then 
Now they're going to say, oh, yeah, we're fine for now. It's just like, get over yourself. Call of Duty is not the only game that everyone plays. Exactly, yeah. and this obviously this part deal was going to take so many other type of games as well, and they they barely even mentioned them. They're like, you call these games, but this this big one here, we'd really like to. We don't want you to to, to take that away from us, and we're not going to. Yeah, but we don't want you to. Yeah, but we're not going to. Yeah, but we don't want you to. No. Oh, Graham, say something, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's yeah. That's, I mean, this whole point of it dragging on is boring everyone to death, and the more. They, it's only keep fighting about it. The more they keep end up looking like they're having their pants pulled down, and I think the last thing about them revealing all their exclusivity deals, having to reveal all of those. I mean, there's only so many times they can have their pants pulled down. I think this is it again, sort of no more blocks from the UK side of things. So if this is just a sign of things to come, then it's only a matter of the time before that deal finally goes through, and all that whinging thing was all for nothing because they're not going to lose out on anything. There probably is going to be some exclusivity, but they're doing exactly the same things. And now, yeah. now Microsoft know about it because you've gone down this route. You've given them even more kind of ammo to say, oh, okay, so this is what you did here, 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 here. Okay, you will remember that, and that's going to bite you in your ass further down the line. So if anything, all they've done is just made things worse for themselves. <laughs> the worst thing they've on, 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 on. Oh, no, I think the worst thing I was reading in the article was like, oh, they were saying like um, it gives um, Sony, like say, ten years of Call of Duty, like enough time to make a their own um, version of Call of Duty. Now, in my mind went fucking ten more years of Call of Duty. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Oh god, I said that as well. <laughs> it's like, please, not give me ten more fucking years of Call of Duty. I've had enough oh, of it now. There's going to be at least ten more years. Um, th- th- what I saw, I, my phone's over there. I can't grab it, but um, someone they're in the Senate or something. I, someone from uh, Activision and Microsoft or whatever was they got access to the details of like Final Fantasy 16 being PlayStation exclusive and stuff like that. And they went to whoever it was that they were talking to, you know, some higher body of power to decide these things again. You're complaining that we're going to take Call of Duty and put it on our platform, but still put it on your platform. But you're paying Square Enix all this money to keep this game away from our platform, as well as all these other deals that, like you said, Greg, they've, they've sort of things have come out about. Exactly. And they're like, you're, mm. you're, I forget the exact figures, but something like 98% dominant, like in this particular aspect of the like RPGs and in the industry on exclusive to PlayStation. Um, but you're arguing that we're going to not take something away from you and it doesn't make any sense. And there were a lot of people sort of comment on that sense. I mean, that's, kind of sums it up really they're just trying to be dicks about it rather than actually exactly. genuinely being worried um, no yeah so. it's, it's just hypocritical and they've just ended up looking like they've had their pants pulled down saying look you can't whinge about this and when you're doing all of this and now you've had to have to reveal it all to your biggest competitor <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you've got you could yeah so you say you've got all this oh yeah well, go on then prove here's here's the figures you do that you showing this oh um Maybe not. Okay, maybe we'll be okay with it. Oh, yeah, now you're yeah. shutting up. Yeah, and and the other thing is, again, I've seen some people talk about it. It's all business, business bollocks as far as I'm concerned. But they put up this big argument. They put up this big fight of you know you can't take it away from us. We're not going to take it away. But still, um, and now it's looking more likely than ever that it's going to go through. The people who were against it have sort of gone, yeah, be all right. Um, but now when it does go through, like the next day, you know, they're like, hmm. Do you remember when you were being right cunts and not 
you remember? Do you really want Call of Duty still? Do you? And what I'd really love is for Phil Spencer to do like one of those like videos, like to, to, to camera sitting there with a cup of tea or something. And be like, ah, so deal's gone through at last. Um, and I know we said we wouldn't, but we're just gonna we're not gonna put Call of Duty on PlayStation. I don't want to anymore. Yeah, they the wound me up. They? Yeah. They, exactly, yeah. It's just, it's just like proper lay into it. Like they they wound me up. They upset me. They made me you know, sleepless nights and stuff. They were like, ah, fuck you. I don't joke. Just love what properly <laughs> trolled the entire internet. God, that um, bloke. Oh, that would, yeah, I know business People won't allow it, but that would be hilarious. That would be funny. If he, if he pulled off that fucking uh, dick swinging move, that'd be, uh, that would make me laugh quite a lot. But you think it'd give him like a massive chunk of leverage now. This thing goes through. Of all those shitty exclusivities that they did, they might have to sort of kind of loosen the hold on that bit if they want to sort of to play ball again. So, <laughs> just like I said, it's just worsened their kind of deal in any kind of leveraging going forwards because they're always trying to appease each other, trying to get games on each other's platforms or trying to get, get the best deal out of these kind of things. And they've just weakened their hand considerably by fighting this so much that it's kind of backfired and it just could get worse for them further down the line or getting worse deals where they get everything after Xbox for like a year like they keep doing vice versa and hopefully it doesn't get into sort of the messy territory because only as you say gamers lose out and Phil doesn't seem to want to go down that kind of route but you kind of think about business is business at some point yeah. where all this, all they're costing each other someone... a lot yeah, someone someone at the top of above Phil or someone perhaps even taken over from Phil and then blunt, well, Phil was nice about it, but I'm not gonna be anywhere near as nice as he was. So fuck you guys. Um well, they, they did have to a... recoup a lot of this money to push this whole thing through, and this money's gonna come out your freaking pockets, you turds. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a slight spanner in the works um a couple of days ago because some Redfall previews came out. Um I was we're gonna talk about them in a minute, but uh, one of the comments from Harvey Smith, the director of Arcane, was that there was a PS5 version of Redfall in development, and when Microsoft purchased them, they were like, no, 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 no more of that, and they just cancelled it altogether, which come out, I think, like either the day before or the day after this news come out, and it was like, you've, you've, you've won the argument, but now this guy's coming out and be like, yeah, but they made us do what they said they're not going to do, and I don't think it's obviously the same situation, but that then ignited the fanboys once again. Ah, there was a PS5 version of Redfall. All the people who were saying it didn't look very good because it wasn't on PS5. Now they were like, oh, I wanted to play it on my PS5 and I can't because they took it away from us. Ah. Um, I think yeah. they make both consoles so accessible these days. It's just If you're a huge hardcore and you want to play both, just buy both consoles if you're that bothered about other games. I mean, as I've said before, I'd be happy with everything everywhere. Put Last of Us on place uh, on Xbox and Mario on PlayStation, as far as I'm concerned. Just let everybody play whatever they want to play, wherever they want to play it. But if you're going to go down this route, um, yeah, probably best not to have things like that come out when you're trying to be like, no, 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 we won't, I promise. And then well, that's what they made me do. No, shush, Harvey, shush. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if they I really think... cared about the gamers, further down the line, there'd be a sort of a 50-50 merger thing of it and then we just have one console <laughs> and there will yes, be no that, that's arguments the, dream. the one console future <laughs> just uh yeah every like we could i mean to give them their credit sony's hardware side tends to be a bit better design than the xbox so have them do the hardware microsoft do the software nintendo come in and bring the games bring everybody on board get one fucking super powered machine have it not cost a thousand million pounds 
and uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be good. But that's for our <laughs> kids' kids to worry about, I imagine. No, yeah. that won't be in our in our lifetimes. Um, but that's enough Activision Blizzard stuff for this week. I think I've, I've had enough of talking about that. Let's talk about something a bit more interesting, shall we? Did you guys check out the Ninja Theory tech demo for um, Hellblade Two as part of the Game Developers con- Conference of State of Unreal uh, discussion? Uh, no, those fannies don't mean right. Let recently. me. Uh, let me never find... been bothered by Hellblade. I never played the first one. Right. Well, so have you played it? The first Hellblade, uh, tremendous. Yeah. I played a bit of it. I couldn't really get into it. If I was honest. Really, really good. I, I played it. I think when it first came to Game Pass, roughly. Um, okay. And yeah, it's not very long. It's only a few hours, but yeah, really, especially if you've got some headphones on. Really, really good game. Um, right. While I just get this up, fill the fill the air, everybody. Fill the air. Feel the air. I've obviously got. Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo coming to Game Pass next month, alongside new content. Is anyone? Are you excited about Ghostwire Tokyo, Graham? Have you even heard about it? Uh, no. <laughs> what is it? You said Ghost Rider Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, Ghostwire. So it's it's, <laughs> okay, it's from the people who made Evil Within. Uh, it's like a and Hi-Fi Rush. And Hi-Fi Rush, yeah. Um, first person yeah. horror game, but you use like magic spells to, to fight. Uh, demons and stuff like that. It's, it looks pretty good. Um, got some decent reviews when they come out on PS5 last May, uh, last April. Sorry. Um, okay. Yeah, so we're finally getting it. It's like definitely like one year later type thing. Which is yeah. good. Though. I'm looking forward. Um, I don't think. Do I will I play it? Will I be too scared to play it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's a particularly scary game. I think it's more of like an action horror rather than something like Evil. Within, so. oh, okay, that's fair. But, but then yeah, again, it's coming to Game Pass, you can give it a try. Why not? True, that mm. is a good point. Best deal in gaming, isn't it? In Best today. deal in gaming. Uh, right, I've got this thing ready, so I'll, I'm just going to play it. I'm, I'll probably leave the sound on because you need to sort of hear what you're saying. Let me uh, let me do the the technical deeds. One second. Right, here we go. You hear that? Okay. Sign Perth cut. Take thirteen. Yes. I see through your darkness now. I see through your lies. I will show them how to see us, I do. I will not appease your gods. I will destroy them. That was Ricky. a technical demo from that with um, the actress, I forget her name, sorry, but she that was all recorded in real time created in a matter of minutes from the unreal engine 5 tech demo uh engine sorry and displayed for this i believe they did they didn't do this on stage but they did a very similar one live on stage while they were talking and by the time they finished like giving the spiel they had something like that ready to play and oh my god that's a much longer it's like a 10 minute video so i'm not going to play it now but it it looks incredible like the stuff they're doing with unreal uh but obviously this is our latest look at the actual game of uh Senua saga which is still doesn't have a release date but i imagine we'll get that soon at the july uh, june showcase sorry. Um, but i just thought it looked incredible 
I think yeah. if they can pull something like that off in an actual game, obviously we're not going to be up in her face the whole time, but <laughs> the general sort of uh, the, you know visual fidelity as well as hopefully the, the fantastic audio work they did in Hellblade, the original, and the interest in sort of story and lore and stuff, I think we could be in for something quite special indeed. Uh, did, yeah. did you enjoy that little, little close-up of, of the face there, Ian? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Did it scare you? Sorry, I should have warned you before I thought playing it. It's a bit frightening. No, it wasn't too scary. She's all right. She's, she's not mind about headaches, so that's fine. <laughs> not yet. What about yet. you, Gray? You, yeah, no, that, that looked pretty cool. You, yeah. I mean, it, 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 what sort of caught my eye was the opening before it started with all the flashy effects, like where she's just getting ready and she just looks like a normal yeah. person just looking around, just doing what flips. normal people do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very impressive stuff. So, yeah, if you've, obviously, we're only streaming in what 720p, I believe, I believe it is. So, if you want to go check out the 4K version, put a good pair of headphones on and uh, to be wowed, I imagine. Nice. So, gentlemen, I think looking down the docket here, has anybody else got anything on the list of stories they'd like to talk about? Or should we move on? Because we've been going for quite a while now. No, I'm good. Who's Harvey Smith? And we literally just spoke about that. I'm yeah. joking. That's a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, give me a heart attack. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Redfall previews are out. They all look very good. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to play it, unfortunately. We're not, we're not quite of the level of uh, being invited out to America to play a game for a couple of hours, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Uh, yes, yeah, go read them. those previews out there. Looks pretty interesting indeed. Right, gentlemen, let's get to the final segments of the show, shall we? Uh, we're going to get to the first bit, which is, as I scroll down here, games coming to Game Pass. Oh, Scottish Gruff Ross isn't here. So, Daniel, I'm going to start now. Be prepared to clip this part. Uh, games coming to Game Pass, uh, according to his list that I have on the screen here. We just had Nino Kuni 2, Revenant King- Kingdom, come the 21st. We've got MLB The Show in a couple of days on the 28th. And Infinite Guitars on the 30th, which is very exciting. I think it's like a little nifty little puzzle game. Uh, and then we'll get a few more games announced before next week's show, because it'll be... When's the next week? It's the second next week, isn't it? So, yeah, we'll have a list of April's games uh, announced for next week. Ian, Hello. things are always leaving us, obviously, as well as coming in. Can you tell us about a few things that are going away from us? I know, sad times. So, games leaving on the March the 31st is A Memoir Blue, Chinatown Detective Agency, Cluster Truck, said that right, Double yeah. Dragon Neon, Kraken Academy, MLB The Show 22, and Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Uh, some games there again. When does it, do you have a, a date? Are they is it the end of March? March 31st, so end of March. You've got a few days to go check them out. If you're a few days, Power Rangers is recording. quite fun. Yeah, I suppose it's not not a bad fighting game, but Graham, games with gold. You know, if you're still rolling that camp, tell us about things we can pick up for the rest of the month and yep. perhaps anything else. We can, you can pick up True Brook until the 31st of March. You can pick up Sudden Strike 4 until the 31st of March. And you can now pick up Lamentum until April the 15th. Go get them downloaded and added to your list, even if you're not going to play them straight away, because they'll be in your library for as long as you play on Xbox. So go check them out. Nice. Well, I believe that is us podcasting yet another podcast, gentlemen. Um, And I haven't got time for any more, so we've got... Roll on. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. If you made it this far, you're a fucking hero. We love you. 
Uh, we have been Xbox Sam's X Pod Tavern, episode 112 on this wonderful Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Yeah. That was fucking <laughs> pathetic. What was that? Anyway, I'm not yeah. it. um, yes, you can find us as it's on socials, Twitter, uh, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. Just ask Jeeves to direct you in the right direction. You can find me at Enixan. You can find Graham at Graham Reaper. Find Ian and Nutty Ray. We're going to go and do our Patreon exclusive after dark segment for a, a minute which i forgot to mention earlier on so if you want to check us out go to patreon.com uh and you can listen to us talk about all sorts of random shit including wrestling video games some sorts of sports perhaps and whatever it is we're going to discuss this evening right gentlemen i'm gonna go to watch dragon ball super superhero after the oh Patreon. nice Ooh. let's uh let's go and talk about things other than xbox should we right goodbye everybody goodbye good love you bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>